discuss the budget as far as uh, education is concerned. Brian Fessler, New York State School Boards Association also. The retirement of Tom Brady and uh, other matters with the uh, managed attorney, Andrew Lieb, Lieb Law. Uh, first, though, uh, very, very well done, I will say, uh, as far as my good friend, Jessica Rivera, uh, who has done his share in helping veterans uh, in and around, I'll tell you that much. Not many better than my friend Jess. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of veterans, you know, live in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, where Jesse uh, is stationed, where he lives. And he has a new program uh, to help men he's going to tell us about. Uh, a new clinic, uh, very well done. The first in Puerto Vallarta, by the way, as far as inpatient mental health uh, clinic. And uh, the aforementioned uh, Jesse uh, Rivera joins us. It is great to have you, my friend. I don't know if I've wished you a happy new year, but uh, you and your lovely wife, Lily, especially. Good to have you. Good morning, Jay. Thanks for having me on. Happy new year to you guys as well. Appreciate that very much. Talk to me a little bit about because we know uh, there are plenty of U.S. military veterans living right now in Port of Alada. I know that through you. Uh, tell us about the number and uh, and all that uh, has gone around it regarding what you have done here with this clinic as well. Sure. Well, <clears throat> right now in total, I'd say uh, about 150 to 200 U.S. military veterans live here full-time in Puerto Vallarta right now, uh, many of whom are active members of our local American Legion Post, American Legion Post 12, uh, which I command. And uh, I think it's safe to say that hundreds more, if not thousands, uh, if the number of veterans in our Facebook group, Veterans of Puerto Vallarta, is, is any indication, uh, live here part-time, six months here, six months up north, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, you know, the snowbird types, basically, or frequent travelers. Excellent. So we know that uh, plenty of people are stationed down there. Now, why do you think... Now, listen, I kind of have an idea. It's just a beautiful place to live. Uh, Puerto Vallarta is so popular with the veterans. What What is the attraction as far as that is concerned? Well, uh, it's, it's warm. It's sunny all year round. Uh, beaches here are absolutely beautiful. Uh, the people are warm and friendly. And uh, if you can believe it, it's also still relatively affordable, um, especially when you compare it to other popular retirement destinations up north to the border, like Florida. Um, so those are definitely big draws. But, uh, Jay, what did it for me personally, though, was access to quality and affordable medical care. In fact, in most cases, you'll pay far less down here for medical care and medications um, than you would pay back in the States if you were paying out of pocket. And, um, you know, if I may, if you're a U.S. military veteran who's service-connected with the VA, it's an even better option because a lot of hospitals down here, especially those in Lakeside Medical Groups Network, for example, um, are willing and able to build a VA farm medical program directly for any service-connected care that a veteran might have. Overall, I think um, that makes Puerto Vallarta one of the best, um, if not the best, place for U.S. military veterans to retire outside of the United States. Uh, I plan on visiting you down there, so <laughs> you got me going. Now... <laughs> Come on down, There's got to be a couple of downsides, right? Uh, if any, maybe there, maybe there are not. Uh, as far as veterans looking to move down there, are there any? Well, I wouldn't say that there's. I wouldn't say that there's many. No, but 
If I had to pick one, I would say that we're in desperate need of an inpatient mental health treatment facility, as you mentioned. With that being said, uh, a veteran, as far as the nearest inpatient mental health treatment facility, what would the, where would the nearest one be? Uh, right now, I'd have to say the nearest inpatient mental health treatment facility is uh, all the way out in Guadalajara, actually, about three to four hours away. And there's another facility out in Lake Chapala, which is about four to five hours away, which I'm sure, as you can imagine, presents a significant challenge, you know, when it comes to accessibility, affordability, uh, not just for the 150 to 200 veterans that live down here full time, but also for the locals as well. And uh, for our veterans, the problem is mostly a logistical one, getting transportation to and from the nearest inpatient mental health treatment facility all the way out in Guadalajara, you know, it could be a challenge, you know, in and of itself. So um, I can only imagine, you know, how hard it must be for the locals. For many of them, the problem, Jay, isn't just a logistical one. It's also an economic one, I think. So, you know, economics plays a role. There's no question about it. So, So what happens now if a veteran or a local just living uh, down there uh, is having some sort of a crisis, needs to be admitted, you know, it's panic time, what do you do? Well, typically, Jay, what happens is the the local hospitals will hold them for 24, 48, or 72 hours, um, and, and then they'll just let them go, unfortunately. So it's basically we're talking three days tops. Now, what if somebody needs a little bit more, you know, coordination as far as uh, observance, uh, getting himself or her right? Uh, what happens? I mean, it's it it doesn't seem they can't handle long term deals. No. Well, you know, unfortunately, the existing facilities down here they just weren't designed Jay to handle uh, long term patients and. Um, all of the existing facilities down here are outpatient clinics. You know, part of the part of the problem is that the facilities down here that do exist, like I said, they're not just they're not just outpatient clinics, but they're not certified by the state of Jalisco to even handle, um, you know, long term patients. So that's a really really big problem. What is the final determination here regarding Puerto Vallarta? I mean, is it not a medical tourist type of destination? It is. It is. And it's a very good one. In fact, people have been coming down here for years for things like plastic surgery, cancer treatment, you know, you name it. Um, It's one of the top uh, destinations in the world for medical tourism. But think about it. You know, not more than a decade or so ago, Puerto Vallarta was just a small town. You know, now it's a small city, a rapidly growing city uh, with a rapidly growing middle class. And, uh, you know, things are certainly changing very fast here. Uh, dozens of high-rises have gone up in the area in the last three to five years alone since I've been here. And uh, don't forget, Mexico now has the 11th largest economy in the world. <clears throat> Unfortunately, the downside to all of that economic growth and urbanization is, and this problem isn't just exclusive to Mexico, is that mental health issues tend to come more to the forefront, as you might imagine. And uh, so the reality is that we need... We need an inpatient mental facility down here uh, more than ever, and that need will only grow over time, uh, which is why my post and I, American Legion Post 12, along with another <clears throat> not-for-profit back in the States called Hops for Hope, which provides uh, support to LGBT veterans, 
Uh, we both recently reached out to the local mayor, uh, Municipal President Prof. Michelle, together to talk about, you know, how we can all work together to tackle this growing problem that's been affecting, you know, not just our veterans, but local Mexican nationals down here as well. Uh, what about the conversations? Uh, as far as the local mayor, what came out of it? Um, so far, I, I'd say the local mayor has been very supportive. And uh, I would say that our conversations with him have been quite productive, in fact. So far, we've had three meetings with him and his staff over the last several weeks about how to tackle this, tackle this issue together. And the conclusion that we collectively came up with is that the best way to begin to tackle this growing problem and get ahead on it is to renovate and convert one of the unused deep clinics down here. That's the social service hospital. Um, and basically what we want to do <clears throat> is create Puerto Vallarta's first uh, inpatient mental health clinic. You know, it'll be the first uh, inpatient mental health clinic, public or private, to ever exist in Puerto Vallarta. So I think that would be a huge, huge victory. Seems that way. Just go very with us on this clinic. Now, uh, dollars raised so far, how much, my friend? I would say to meet between my post and I and uh, Dr. Carter, who runs Hobbs for Hope, I would say that we've raised over 8000 U.S. dollars already toward the project, uh, which we've raised from several to a dozen very, very generous donors. Uh, we've also reached out to the Bush Center and a few celebrities like Ellen DeGeneres as well. So we'll see that where that leads over the next two weeks. Um, in total, we're looking to raise around 25000 U.S. dollars to complete the first phase of the project, which should uh, cover the cost of, you know, the construction materials that we need to renovate and convert the existing facility. Uh, and also, it should help us be able to purchase some of the basic equipment and supplies to uh, get the facility up and running. If we're able to raise more than that, um, then we'll be looking to expand the size of the facility, um, especially the number of beds, you know, in order to accommodate, you know, more patients and things like that. Stop in. Uh, I would assume we're talking uh, regarding this facility that'll be open to uh, both U.S. military vets living in Puerto Vallarta and as well as some of the locals, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is true. Um, in fact, we're drawing up a memorandum of understanding as we speak. Uh, so we're actually going to be able to get it in writing that uh, this facility will be made available both to U.S. military veterans living down here uh, and local Mexican nationals down here alike. And it's going to be 100% free of charge. So um, with regards to the locals, I believe uh, the way they determine uh, whether or not they have to pay anything is based on probably, I would assume, economic need. Uh, but for U.S. military veterans, uh, they will never be charged up front. What they're, what they're going to do, if anything, they'll build a VA farm medical program directly to try to get reimbursement. Um, but Basically, the memorandum of understanding will state that if that is not possible, uh, then basically the hospital is just going to take it on the arm. So under no circumstances will, will a veteran ever be charged, uh, you know, directly. Those listening, where can folks go if, Jess, they'd like to donate here? Oh, well, for any of your listeners that would like to donate, uh, thank you for asking, Jay. We've set up an online donation portal uh, on the Hobbs for Hope website. Uh, you can go to www.hobbsforhope.org backslash DIF. Again, that's www.hobbsforhope.org backslash DIF. Um, and, you know, 
If your listeners have any questions, they can also reach out to me directly at legionpost12 at protonmail.com if they have any questions about Project J. Guys are gearing up uh, for a really big event coming up in March, right, down there? Yeah, the event's going to be uh, Wednesday, March 15th, uh, 12 to 3, um, at La Capella Italian Restaurant in Puerto Vallarta. It's got a beautiful, beautiful view. Uh, it's overlooking the bay. and In fact, it's, it's probably uh, the nice, if not one of the nicest restaurants in Puerto Vallarta. It's also a historic building, which is kind of cool. Uh, the building's been there for well over 100 years. So a very, very beautiful spot. Uh, we're going to have a mariachi band and a violinist and all that as well. And uh, we're, we're predicting a very, very big, big turnout. You know, um, I have to say out of the 100 to 150 seats that we have available, we've already sold over half. And, uh, you know, it's only the first few days of, uh, since we started, we put up the portal and start fundraising. So uh, tickets are going up very, very fast. And so, like I said, we've already raised over $8,000. So um, we're really excited, Jay. We're really excited. The fundraiser is coming along great. And uh, once this hospital's up and running, we're going to be able to help a lot of people. And uh, I think it'll save a lot of lives, Jay. I think so, too. And there are different uh, sponsorship levels here. Bronze, silver, gold, platinum, right? So you can get in as far as the number of tickets are concerned with this uh, type of sponsorship, right? So uh, it all depends on where you want to be and and everything else. Plus, you could could purchase tickets at the door, right, on the 15th? Yeah, if if you happen to be down here, um, you can pay in pesos at the door. Um, But if you you want and you're a sponsor... You know, you don't have to live down here to contribute. Um, like I said, one of our board members, uh, Dr. Carter, actually owns a not-for-profit back in the States called Hobbs for Hope. And so uh, they've been actually, you know, they help LGBTQ veterans in particular, and they do also do a lot with mental health. So um, if you want to uh, and you're not able to get down here and you, you don't want to come party with us down at the beach, uh, you can donate to Hobbs for Hope. And uh, what we'll do is we'll, we'll use the funds that we get um, you know, from from your donation to basically give some tickets to some veterans that wouldn't be able to afford to come to the event. So uh, even if you can't come to the event, we really encourage you to donate. Um, look at some of the sponsorships that we have. And uh, like I said, we'll, we'll use, if you're not able to come on down here and have a good time with us, uh, we'll use whatever we get from your donation to cover the cost of some of the veterans that otherwise might not be able to go. People realize, especially uh, in these parts, when you close different types of ob- of uh, uh, observation centers, uh, and you're asking people to travel a little bit more, that's a problem. That's a problem, uh, and that's why you got to make it easy for these folks. You know, they must get to summer from an economic standpoint, logistics standpoint, whatever. You cannot travel three hours if you are in crisis mode. You just can't. So what you're doing uh, is uh, what I think is phenomenal. And uh, let me reiterate, you go to the website, folks. Uh, Hobbs for Hope, H-O-B-S, the number four, hope.org slash D-I-F. Or you can uh, reach out to Jess uh, directly, legionpost12 at protonmail.com. It's P-R-O-T-O-N, mail, M-A-I-L.com. Uh, with any questions about this incredible project. Great stuff. Uh, we'll keep on top of this and uh, let us know the progression of it. 
okay? As we, especially as we get close to the 15th of March. Yes, sir, will do. 